friend, it's Misha. Welcome to one of our mini episodes where I share a story with you that has nothing to do with your life, but in a fun way helps you think about your life. I believe when we can look at our life in an abstract way, it can help open up insights about ourselves that we have never seen before. Let's jump in. Today's story is called How the Otter Skin Became Great Medicine. One of the elders of the Indian tribe gathered around and told this story. One time, long before my grandfather was born, a young man of our tribe was unlucky in everything. No woman wanted to marry him because he couldn't kill enough meat to keep her in food and clothes. Whenever he went hunting, his bow always broke or he would lose his lance. If these things didn't happen, his horse would fall and hurt him. Everybody talked about him and his bad luck. And although he was fine looking, he had no close friends because of his ill fortune. He tried to dream and get his medicine, but no dream would come. He grew sour and people were sorry for him all the time. Finally, his name was changed to the unlucky one which sounds bad to the ear. He used to wander about alone a good deal, and one morning he saw an old woman gathering wood by the side of a river. The unlucky one was about to pass the old woman when she stopped him and asked, Why are you so sad in your handsome face? Why is that sorry look in your fine eyes? Because replied the young man. I am the unlucky one. Everything goes wrong with me, always. I don't want to live any longer, for my heart is growing wicked. Come with me, said the old woman, and he followed her until she told him to sit down. Then she said, Listen to me, first you must learn to sing a song, and this is it. Then she sang a queer song over and over again, until the young man had learned it well. Now do what I tell you, and your heart shall be glad some day. She drew from her robe a pair of moccasins and a small sack of dried meat. Here, she said, put these moccasins on your feet, and take this sack of meat for food. For you must travel far. Go on down this river until you come to a great beaver village. Their lodges will be large and fine-looking, and you will know the village by the great size of the lodges. When you get to the place, you must stand still for a long time and then sing the song I taught you. When you have finished the singing, a great white beaver, chief of all the beavers in the world, will come to you. He is wise and can tell you what to do to change your luck. After that, I cannot help you, but do what the white beaver tells you without asking why. Now go and be brave. The young man started at once. Long his steps were, for he was young and strong. Far he traveled, down the river. He saw many beaver villages too, but he didn't stop because he knew the lodges were not big, as the woman had told him they would be in the right village. His feet grew tired, for he traveled day and night without resting. But his heart was brave, and he believed what the old woman had told him. 
It was late on the third day when he came to a mighty beaver village, and here the lodges were greater than any he had ever seen before. In the center of the camp was a monstrous lodge built of great sticks and towering above the rest. All about, the ground was neat and clean and bare as your hand. The unlucky one knew this was the white beaver's lodge, knew that at last he had found the chief of all the beavers in the world. So he stood still for a long time, and then he sang that song. Soon a great white beaver, white as the snows of winter, came to him and asked, Why do you sing that song, my brother? What do you want of me? I have never heard a man sing that song before. You must be in trouble. I am the unlucky one, the young man replied. I can do nothing well. I can find no woman who will marry me. In the hunt, my bow will often break, or my lance is poor. My medicine is bad, and I cannot dream. The people do not love me, and they pity me, as they do a sick child. I am sorry for you, said the white beaver, chief of all the beavers in the world, but you must find my brother, the coyote, who knows where the old man's lodge is. The coyote will do your bidding if you sing that song when you see him. Take this stick with you because you will have a long journey and with the stick you may cross any river and not drown if you keep it always in your hand. That is all I can do for you myself. On down the river, the unlucky one traveled, and the sun was low in the west on the fourth day when he saw the coyote on a hillside nearby. After looking at coyote for a long time, the young man commenced to sing the song the old woman had taught him. When he had finished singing, the coyote came up close and asked, What is the matter? Why do you sing that song? I never heard a man sing it before. What is it that you want of me? Then the unlucky one told the coyote what he had told the white beaver and showed the stick the beaver chief had given him to prove it. I'm hungry too, said the unlucky one, for I have eaten all the dried meat the old woman gave me. Wait here, said the coyote. My brother the wolf has just killed a fat doe, and perhaps he will give me a little of the meat when I tell him about you and your troubles. Away went the coyote to beg for meat, and while he was gone, the young man bathed his tired feet in the cool creek. Soon the coyote came back with meat, and young man built a fire and ate some of it, even before it was warm, for he was starving. When he had finished, the coyote said, Now I shall take you to old man's lodge. Come. They started, even though it was getting dark. Long they traveled without stopping over plains and mountains, through great forests and across rivers until they came to a cave in the rough rocks on the side of a mighty mountain. In there, said Coyote, you will find old man, and he can tell you what you want to know. The unlucky one stood before the black hole in the rocks for a long time because he was afraid. But when he turned to speak to the coyote, he found himself to be alone. The coyote had gone about his own business, had silently slipped away in the night. Slowly and carefully, the young man began to creep into the cave. 
feeling his way in the darkness. His heart was beating like a tom-tom at a dance. Finally, he saw a fire away back in the cave. The shadows danced about the stone sides of the cave, as the men say the ghosts do, and they frightened him. But looking, he saw a man sitting on the far side of the fire. The man's hair was like the snow and very long. His face was wrinkled with the seams left by many years of life, and he was naked in the firelight that played about him. Slowly, the young man stood upon his feet and began to walk toward the fire with great fear in his heart. When he had reached the place where the firelight fell upon him, the old man looked up and said, How, young man, I am old man. Why did you come here? What is it that you want? The unlucky one told the owl chief just what he had told the old woman, the beaver, the coyote, and old man, and showed the stick that the white beaver had given him and the arrow the old man had given him to prove it. Good, said the owl chief. I can help you. But first, you must help yourself. Take this bow. It is a medicine bow. Then you will have a bow that will not break, and an arrow that is good and straight. Now go down to this mountain until you come to a river. It will be dark when you reach this river, but you will know the way. There will be a great cottonwood tree on the bank of a stream, where you first come to the water. At this tree, you must turn down the stream and keep on traveling without rest, until you hear a splashing in the water near you. When you hear the splashing, you must shoot this arrow at the sound. Shoot quickly, for if you do not, you can never have any good luck. If you do, as I have told you, the splasher will be killed, and you must then Take his hide and wear it always. The skin that the splasher wears will make you a lucky man. It will make anybody lucky, and you may tell your people that it is so. Now go, for it is nearly day, and we must sleep. The young man took his bow and arrow and the stick the white beaver had given him and started on his journey. All the day he traveled and far into the night, at last he came to a river on the bank. He saw a great cottonwood tree, just as the ghost owl had told him. At the tree, the young man turned down the stream, and in the dark, easily found his way along the bank. Very soon he heard a great splashing in the water near him, and zip! He let the arrow go at the sound. Then all was still again. He stood and looked and listened, but for a long time could see nothing, hear nothing. Then the moon came out from under a cloud, and just where her light struck the river, he saw some animal floating, dead, with the magic stick. The young man walked out on the water, seized the animal by the legs, and drew it ashore. It was an otter, and the young man took his hide right there. A wolf waited in the brush for the body of the otter, and the young man gave it to him willingly, because he remembered the meat the wolf had given the coyote. As soon as the young man had skinned the otter, he threw the hide over his shoulder and started for his own country with a light heart, but at the first good place he made a camp and slept.' 
That night he dreamed, and all was well with him. After days of travel, he found his tribe again and told what had happened. He became a great hunter and a great chief among us. He married the most beautiful woman in the tribe and was good to her always. They had many children, and we remember his name as the one that was great in war. I know that you will listen to this story and you will draw out the lessons. I want to point out the main reason I wanted to share this story because I think it's very interesting to look through the eyes of this story to see that our own healing comes with a journey and it comes when we discover words and advice from the old woman and the chief and right all of the the people that are in our way that help us along that path and it's my thought that the more that we are aware of the things that we learn on our journey the more we're aware of that the deeper the lesson the more potent the medicine If there's any questions or insights you have, don't forget to reach out. I would love to hear from you. You can DM me on Instagram at myfriendmisha. I'm here for you. I'm here for you to help you take a little bit of time for a mindset check that will alter your days and by so doing, alter your life. I'm here to remind you that in your life, you have more power than you think you do by breaking it down and walking through it with you. And I'm here to help you feel encouragement radiating from your body to live the amazing life that's in front of you. Keep on keeping, my friends.